2: And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. We are,
3: we are live, we are local, and it is Friday, 6.05 p.m. in Midtown Manhattan. Uh, what a week, what a week, what a week. I left you guys last night by uh, saying bye-bye to the mayor of the city of New York on our interview uh that was great. I got so many um I'll be humble about it. compliments about the uh about the interview. Look, the bottom line is I hope it was insightful to you guys who are listening. Uh I try to look I want this to be a friendly place for him the same way I wanted it to be a friendly place for for uh Bill O'Reilly on Monday and kind of all of our guests. I'm not even when I cross-examine people on the stand my go-to position is to catch more bees with honey than vinegar. Uh, and so I wanted to, to have that kind of tone with the mayor, but I also wanted to ask him some questions and a very, very well-known, uh, a uh, journalist here in the city, of New York, a household name journalist sent me, she sent me a beautiful note saying, you know, he tried to squiggle out of a couple of questions, but you, you got back on him and you, you got him to answer. So I'm um, look, I'm happy about that part that someone of her stature thinks I did a good job. Cause let's face it folks. I'm a rookie at doing this stuff, but I'm, I'm having fun. And, uh, I know that the mayor and his people were happy about it because I, I got to hear back from them as well. Um, the whole migrant situation is you know it's it's getting out of control the flip side of that and someone mentioned it today who's in my office a lawyer um who's visiting to do some work but he said you know there's so many and he rattled them off and he's right restaurants landscapers just manual labor kind of folks who are looking for people to work um and you know it's not really a lot of skilled labor i mean it's it's dishwashers it's busboys it's uh you know guys cutting lawn uh and i'm not saying that that believe me i'm i'm not cutting lawns anytime soon so i'm not saying there's, there's no no teaching that has to be done there but what we need to figure out is and this is what the mayor was saying yesterday is you know how do we register these people i think that was the word he was he was using and put them to work. How do we get them on the road to citizenship the right way, the legal way, and have them be productive members of society? Let me tell you what happened to me today. Uh, I was on the subway going from the courthouse in Lower Manhattan to my office in Midtown Manhattan. It's a pretty easy trip on the four train. You know, you get on in the Brooklyn Bridge, you go to 14th Street, and you go to 42nd Street, and you hear it's. There is no better way to travel when everything is running properly. I had just missed the five train uh, at the Brooklyn Bridge station. And I sat down to read some emails because that seems to be like what I do 90% of the time. And um, that's an exaggeration. And some young man, I don't know, 19 maybe. (laughs) This is pretty funny. He comes over to me, not in an aggressive way, um, and he's eating. So he's like, he's got something in his mouth that has like, it looks like a Danish kind of thing, but it's wrapped in uh, plastic. So it's like one of those Danishes you would buy in a candy store, if you still use the term candy store anymore. And um, so he's eating. So he's definitely not like being aggressive. And he just holds up his phone and shows me his phone. And I don't have my glasses on. So I'm thinking. Uh, my reading glasses. So I'm thinking he, maybe he's looking for directions. Like, how do I get here? And I'm one of those guys. I stopped people yesterday on the street who it was two couples. They were at my age or older and they had the map in front of them. They were from Germany and they didn't know where they were going. And I helped them out. Something i oh, you know, maybe this kid is lost. So he's got the phone. I can't see what the phone says. And I put my glasses on. Now this young man is eating and he's dressed fine. You know, he's wearing like, not the nicest jeans and not the nicest shirt but he's fine and the text on his phone says please help me i just came from venezuela can you get me something to eat while he <laughs> while he's eating now granted he's I'm not saying he's sitting there eating a steak or a piece of pizza <clears throat> he's eating um a danish but i kind of just waved him off but it was the first touch that i have of someone from Venezuela, um, who's part of the migration uh, busloads of folks that are coming here. The uh, mayor declared a state of emergency because there's so many people coming over here that he you know, has to figure out what to do with. And he seems to be pretty hands-on on this particular topic. Uh, and what Bill de Blasio had explained to me in the past is that there are so many crises coming at you at the same time that they're hard to manage. Now maybe the reason why Rudy Giuliani and Bl- Michael Bloomberg were so adept at it was because they both had run major entities before and they knew how to delegate. They knew how to delegate the right jobs to the right, the appropriate jobs to the right people. Whereas Mr. de Blasio didn't have any experience like that whatsoever, almost like a Jimmy Carterish kind of situation where you try to, Uh, uh, a tackle every of every problem yourself. And that's just not going to work. Not in New York city. Maybe if you're the governor of Georgia, maybe if you're the public advocate or a city councilman, but when you're the mayor of the city of New York, you need to know how to delegate on this particular topic of the, the migration and all these folks coming up from Texas and governor Abbott announced today, I'm keeping them coming. I'm keeping them coming. They're, They're coming in. I'm putting them on the bus. I'm sending them to New York. Um, the governor, the mayor himself seems to be very, very hands on. Um, and that's kind of all we could ask for from, uh, from whoever's leading the city. And as he said yesterday on the show, he is the captain of the plane. Um, the one issue that I enjoyed playing with him on yesterday a little bit was the Columbus day issue. And and we're going to have Joe Piscopo on the show. He's the, the, uh, let's see. I don't know, the leader of this station, the, um, what do you call it, an anchor tenant. He's got to you get know, the anchor tenant of this station He, because he's going to be the uh, announcer at the Columbus Day Parade uh, on Monday as he's done year after year. I believe with Maria Barnaroma he'll give us the details. He'll also tell us about his little trip to Italy. Well, it wasn't that little. Uh, it was a big trip to Italy. Um, and we are going to get an update on to what's going on in Toms River, New Jersey. Um, from Andre D'Amino, who we spoke to a couple of weeks ago, and they took Columbus Day off of the um, calendar over there. I will announce that uh, the Michelin's Guide book that that rates uh, restaurants came out, and Peter Luger lost, or is it Peter Luger's? Hmm. Somebody look that up and let me know. Uh, is it an S or not an S? Probably an S. Um, no S. No S. It's just Peter Luger. Correct. You sure, Sam Molino?
0: pretty positive all
3: right well as a
0: no, brooklyn resident president. i can, attest, I can attest, attest it's peter luger
3: so the, the the restaurant is called peter luger let's see what comes up ready one two peter luger steakhouse there you go well I, I i was gonna say stand corrected but i i questioned myself so yes peter luger steakhouse lost its michelin star what does that mean probably absolutely nothing it's still known as the number one steakhouse in the city of New York. I think a couple of other ones lost it as well. Carbone, Marea. Uh, it's funny. I had lunch with Judge Pesci on Wednesday along with my dad and Judge Corriero. And Judge Pesci is a big – he follows the Michelin Guide. Um, but when you have a uh, an entity like Peter Luger that's been – well, I don't know. It's Peter Luger's restaurant. So I'm going to go with the apostrophe S to, you know, we could talk about the grammar about it later on. Um, people just want to go there for the the awesomeness of the experience. But I will tell you, I represented a guy who's in the meat industry, who uh, he worked between the wholesalers and the restaurants. And he said that Peter Luger uh, always got the best cuts of meat. They insisted on it. They would they would. Look at the meat that was delivered to their restaurant and automatically they would reject 10% of it, not up to their standards. Like it was a standard 10%. Maybe they sent back some good pieces, but they just wanted to keep the track record of sending back 10%. Uh, I had a quick lunch today with John Katsimatidis, who just we just heard on AM 970 The Answer. <clears throat> and uh, the manager of 770, uh, Chad, just uh, doing a little reminiscing about Bernard McGurk who passed away after a big battle with cancer, and his uh, services will be early next week. Um, I had a great week. We're going to do a little uh, Italian action. I, I feel obligated to do so. We're going to talk to Andre D'Amino, and we're going to talk to um, Joe Piscopo. I had lunch with uh, John Cantismontidis and Chad and Angelo Vivolo and others in the Italian American community to commemorate this special federal holiday known as Columbus Day and whether the Senate of the State of New York or the uh, or the City Council of the City of New York want to do anything silly like changing the date you know that's we're just not going to stand for that and luckily Governor Hulko and potential Governor Zeldin have both said if when they're governor Columbus Day is here to stay. I'm sure they'll be to be marching in the parade tomorrow. Don't go away. We're going to come right back. So to us New Yorkers, you have to pay close attention to this. This is not the case for New Jersey or Connecticut. But here in New York, if you or a loved one needs home care benefits, The law governing home care benefits in New York state is scheduled to change on January 1st, 2023, January 1st, 2023. The home care benefits law will change all 2023 financial transactions. So all financial transactions next year. Um, 30 months prior to the application for benefits will be scrutinized and subject to penalty periods, including gifts to family members. Financial transfers must be made and benefit applications must be submitted before December 31st, 2022 to ensure eligibility and protect your assets. So the time to plan is now. Connors & Sullivan, attorneys at law, are specializing in this area and they can help you get in under the deadline. But you must start the process as soon as possible before the start of December to complete this process by the end of the year call our friends at connor's and sullivan today don't delay at 718-238-6500 that's 718-238-6500
0: listen to us online at am970theanswer.com Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
2: The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit freeholdmitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788.
3: Let's talk about our friends at Plaza College, because if you're looking for a career or perhaps a career change for yourself, a family member, or a friend, one that allows you the flexibility to choose where you work, For whom and how frequently, well, there's a high-powered and lucrative career that you really need to know about it. It's court reporting. It's an integral part of my life and my career. Court reporters and captioners are in higher demand than ever before. Court systems, schools, and television stations are all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered with plaza college to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning the program is called a to z and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home so sign up today all you have to do is email info at plaza that's info at plaza info at plaza college.edu We gotta let this run and this is and this is pavarotti right yes sir well that is the creme de la creme it's the ferrari of voices you gotta at least wait till he hits the high note here we go hold on your seats folks make it louder make it louder make it louder here it comes Shh. Luciano, Luciano Pavrotti, and we are so proud on this Friday evening of this beautiful city, state, country, and to deny the Italian-American influence here is just being naive. Now, there are plenty of other cultures who have made this country as beautiful as it is, but the Italians had a very, very powerful impact uh, on on what our what our cities look like today. Um, not only because of the architects, but the people who actually uh, were the bricklayers uh, and the the p- people who put a lot of sweat equity into especially this city in September, we covered this. The Board of Education in Toms River, New Jersey held a meeting to hear from residents of that town after it voted to eliminate Columbus Day from the school calendar i 'm going to read you a quote. This is another example of school boards, cities and towns across New Jersey. Attempting to eliminate Columbus Day. You would think after attempts to remove Columbus Day in towns like Randolph and Rockaway Township, New Jersey, which we were successful in beating back, school board members would have learned their lesson. This will not stand, says president of the Italian-American One Voice Coalition, Andre Demino. And here on the Arthur Dollar Power Hour, Mr. Andre Demino, How are you, sir?
1: Good, Arthur. Happy Columbus weekend to you.
3: Oh, and I believe me, I've been saying that to everybody I could see. Unfortunately, even though I was down at the courthouse today, I didn't have any court appearances because I normally, uh, in the courtroom in front of everybody, as loud as I can, and say, thank you very much, Your Honor. Enjoy Columbus Day weekend. Maybe I'll see you marching in the parade just to you know, make sure everybody knows what's what. Just to, to fill you in, Andre, on Monday I had Bill O'Reilly on, on the show here, and I asked him about Columbus Day and people eliminating it, and he didn't hesitate. He just said, they're wrong. They're just wrong. And yesterday I had Mayor Adams on. And, you know, I kind of put him on the spot. But he said he will be marching here in New York City. And he said, you know, if we want to honor another group, another ethnic group, um, no matter what that ethnic group is, that doesn't mean you have to eliminate a current ethnic group. So that was a politically correct way of saying if you want to honor Indigenous People Day, you don't need to knock uh, Columbus out of the box. And I really hope, Andre Domeno, that this silliness – regarding a a columbus day and italian american heritage day uh can really just disappear sooner than later what do you have to say andre
1: well it absolutely should you know we're fighting these battles across the country we don't want to lose the war you know if we say nothing and we do nothing we will definitely become nothing and that's why we have to stand up for columbus and for italian american civil rights and our heritage and culture unfortunately it's under attack because of all these false things that have been said about columbus uh, we just can't let it stand. So people like you that stand up for it and like the Italian American One Voice Coalition, we've got to keep up the fight.
3: And, you know, again, what I can do is from my bully pulpit here at AM 970, the answer, you know, bring people into the fold like a Bill O'Reilly, like a sure. uh, mayor, Eric Adams. I mean, he's the leader of the city of New York, uh, and I will make sure I see him on Monday at the parade. But, Andre, you know, you're you're a real fighter for this. What about folks who you know don't have the platform that I do and maybe you do? Do you have any recommendations for them? Is it you know write a good old fashioned home, old fashioned handwritten letter and drop it in the mail to your council person or your some your local representative? Oh,
1: absolutely. As you know, all politics is local, and you got to start off right at the local level, just like we did in, in Tom's River. where we're fighting that battle now. But we've won in other places like in Randolph and Rockaway and Glen Rock, New Jersey. We've got to do that. People should not just sit back when they see something like this, and they want to stand up for their heritage and for America. They should contact their local officials, the school boards, and everything else, and let your voice be heard. Believe me, those letters, phone calls, emails—they have an impact because they're worried about vote, of course. So they've got to let themselves know. If you're the silent majority, they're going to walk right over you.
3: Well, Andre, I just want to thank you for um, you leading the charge in your community. Quite frankly, uh, this weekend it's going to be some beautiful weather. I have a nice house out in Long yep. Island. I'll be out there with my family. And it would be kind of easy and maybe the lazy way to stay out there on Monday and enjoy another beautiful beginning of fall day. But I will not be doing that. I will <clears throat> get my butt up early on Monday morning and drive into the city and make sure my voice and my big bald head are heard and seen uh, walking down Fifth <laughs> Avenue. So, I just want to take this moment to thank you, Andre, and, and you know keep up the good work, and our airwaves are open to you if you need anything at any time.
1: Well, thank you, Arthur, and we're glad you're going to go to the preeminent parade across the country, the New York parade. It's a star for us, and uh, we appreciate everything that you do for your heritage and for all of us. Thank you.
3: All right. That's Andre D'Amino. He is a leader in the Italian-American community, the One Voice uh, community, for uh, speaking on behalf of Columbus. Um, I want to turn quickly to a local story. The New York State Police Superintendent Kevin Brune has announced that he will step down following media reports that he improperly shielded a staffer with whom he had a close, quote unquote, close personal relationship from human resources complaints. Quote, today I accepted the resignation of state police superintendent, Kevin Bruin. I thank him for his years of public service. First deputy superintendent, Stephen Negrelli, will serve as acting superintendent on an interim basis as we conduct a thorough search for a new superintendent who can lead this department in its important work, Governor Hochul said in a statement. Um, Kind of a big deal, you know, whenever you have a law enforcement officer at uh, the, the highest levels. Uh, having some sort of issue with his or her integrity. It is never a a great reflection on, obviously, that department, but also on the individual who appointed him there. My understanding is that Governor um, Cuomo uh, originally placed him there, and and Governor Hoko inherited him. So, uh, you know, that's not good news. Any time that anyone in law enforcement anyone in politics falls victim to, you know, their their own frailties. What did, what did uh, the mayor say yesterday? He's perfectly imperfect as we all are. Um, and sometimes that imperfection is worse than others. And to be honest with you, and sometimes you get caught and sometimes you don't. But, you know, you never want to hear about our law enforcement officers um, struggling with their integrity in any way uh, that, you know, that shakes our uh, trust because we have to have trust in the, our law enforcement officers, in our prosecutorial process, in our, our judges uh, and everyone else around us. Um, speaking of trust, I can tell you what's going to uh, dominate the headlines for weeks, if not months, is this whole thing with Tom Brady and Giselle, you know, the headline now, the headline. So they're talking about maybe uh korea shooting off nuclear weapons they're talking about putin shooting off nuclear weapons but the headline is giselle first consulted a lawyer about divorcing tom brady in 2015. look that's sad we spoke about this anyone getting divorced is sad um the truth though is that there are a lot more important things going on in this world uh, someone else got stabbed here in the city of New York, and by a stranger. Those are the, the look. When I was in the the bureau in the the DA's office, how many years ago now? Twenty eight. And sadly, there would be what we would call public service homicides, meaning one really bad guy killed another really bad bad guy. But they were both in. They were both criminals, like real hardened criminals how they got there. We can talk about that another day. But when you have a law abiding citizen who is on the subway or leaving the subway and just gets stabbed randomly for no reason by a stranger, that's terrifying. The, the um, FDNY woman who's now been promoted to a uh, uh, captain. What happened to her? That's terrifying. And look, we spoke about it with the mayor Adams yesterday. If you just scroll through your, your phone and you look at the stories there's, you know, I know that the mayor said there's only, you know, per capita, it's very low, but the the crime, but those crimes that are very low are bad. I mean, I was on the subway hours ago, I, you know, I, there before the grace of God go I. But before we go to break and we're going to have a real special guest, we're going to have Joe Piscopo hang out with us next. Um, let's end with a happy Italian-American story. Sylvester Stallone and his wife officially dismissed their divorce proceeding and they rekindled their love affair, which is wonderful. Um, That's great. I'm glad that they rethought it and who knows, there was some issue with a dog or not a dog and blah, blah, blah. Um, Sylvester Stallone is an Italian-American. I don't know how great the image of Rocky Balboa was and his intelligence or lack there were of. Uh, for the Italian-American image in the 70s and the early 80s. But overall, Sylvester Stallone's a good guy. He's a very smart guy. Wrote all that stuff himself and acted himself. So he's getting back together with his wife. But we are going to have the great Joe Piscopo right after this break. So don't go anywhere because Joe's going to be great as always. Maybe we'll make him sing. (laughs) So, I don't know if I'll get Joe to sing funiculì funiculà, but I said I had lunch today uh, with John Katsimatidis and, and Chad Lopez and about 10 other people, some leaders in the Italian-American community, uh, the president of the Colombian Lawyers Association, uh, and Angelo Vivolo is there, and Angelo Vivolo is a tremendous member of the Columbus Citizens Foundation. For over 75 years, Columbus Citizens Foundation has promoted Italian-American culture and heritage and has provided thousands of scholarships to Italian-American students who have academic ability, but find themselves in need of financial aid for their education. It is no exaggeration to state that this scholarship program has literally changed the lives of students throughout the generations. I've seen it with my own eyes. They cannot afford to do it alone. To find out how you can help the Columbus Citizens Foundation, visit www.ColumbusCitizens.org. Learn more about the various scholarships offered by the foundation and help make a difference in someone's life today. Visit www.ColumbusCitizens.org. There's a lot of cool stuff there about the Italian-American community. This organization, the Columbus Citizens Foundation, they bring you the Columbus Day Parade. They're working hard all weekend to make sure everything goes off without a hitch, especially the weather. And it looks like it's going to be great. You can help them bring a quality education to Italian-American students in need by donating today. Visit their site at www.ColumbusCitizens.org. That's www.ColumbusCitizens.org.
2: eight.
3: all right so let's talk about our friend susan at rhino shield attention commercial building owners landlords property managers that's right bitter that's you the appearance of your business is its calling card considering repainting yet again do not i repeat do not paint until you speak with susan at rhino shield Rhino Shield is engineered to outlast paint and is formulated to outsmart the elements. Their unique ceramic technology can be sprayed onto virtually any substrate, including brick, block, stucco, cement, wood, metal, and more. This patented coating looks just like traditional latex paint. Comes in virtually any color, but lasts much, much longer. It protects, it waterproofs, and it insulates as well. RhinoShield guarantees your building will look as if it was just painted with an amazing 25-year transferable warranty against peeling, chipping, cracking, mold, or mildew. When was the last time a painter gave you a 25-year warranty? You'll never have to paint again, or at least not for 25 years. Call for your free quote by October 31st and lock in a 20% discount. Call Susan at RhinoShield at 877-744-6608. That's 877 877- 744 6608, or go to writingshieldofnewyork.com.
2: We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, Attorney Arthur Idala. Come fly
3: with me, let's
2: fly, let's fly
3: away. Well, there's a man who just finished flying. Buonasera a tutti, sono Arturo Edal con mio amico Giuseppe Piscopo qui a AMM 970. How do you say the answer? La non domanda is yeah. the question. I don't know. It's late, Joe. I've had a heck of a week. I'm working my tail off, but not the kind of week that you had, Joe Piscopo. Tell us what you did this week, Joe. Tell me, you're home twiddling your thumbs or what?
4: You know what? You're so funny. You play Come Fly With Me. Um, I'm going to kick off the second hour of our show Cross town on Sunday nights because that is the quintessential Frank Sinatra uh, 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 performance. Arthur, it's funny you, you did that. That and Now I know it's a message because I play it a lot and I'm going to keep playing it. The orchestration, you could f- feel the whole orchestration of Billy May. And then his performance, if you listen, to, if you sit down and listen to Mr. Sinatra, do come fly with me. Flawless. It's a flawless performance. So thank you for that. You've just picked up you picked on my energy for the rest of the night,
3: my friend. Well, I hope so, Joe, because let's see. Where you were, it's about a quarter to one in the morning, so uh, I'm sure you're, you're a little jet-lagged. All right, you got back yesterday, didn't you? Yeah,
4: it's a quarter to one. No there you place. go. And you know what? I said, uh, we got back. I got back uh, last night, you know, and we, just yesterday, whenever it was technically yesterday, we were in Tuscany, and and we were at the Torciano wineries with uh, Pierre Luigi, my friend, and uh, who was just a, I mean, the wine there was great. And we had, and then, uh, Joe, you're going to sing, Joe, you got, and I got up and I sang for this great group. We had the best time, Arthur Igala, with Perillo Tours on this trip. We, uh, it's a family on this whole radio journey, and then you got to give a shout out. Certainly to Mr. Crowley for putting us all together. But Arthur was great. So yeah, then we got up we got up early, early in the spring. We got on a plane. We flew from Florence to Rome. And then we we flew from Rome to JFK. And it was and like I said on the radio this morning, it was actually quicker flying from, you know, Rome to New York than for me to get from JFK back to my house in Jersey.
3: Yeah. And, well you know, I so. I got you. And Joe, what what places did you visit when you were in Italy on your trip?
4: Every, we went first. We went to Rome and we did all of Rome with the Colosseum and everything else. And we went in there. Then we—I tell you what—and you asked me about restaurants, and we we found this little the little gems of these these hotels. But the best meal—I forgot to say to you on the air when we were talking from Italy. My family. I went to Avellino, The best meal I had was veal. Look at me,
3: Arthur. Veal. When did the last time you saw me eat veal? Right, I, let I, me I, ask I, you, Joe. Was it my- was it overcooked <laughs> and bland? <laughs> it was not it, it wasn't like a piece of leather. it okay. was so
4: great, and my cousin Maria man jam man, and I, and I ate everything and it was it was really great but we went we did Rome and of course the, we did the Trevi fountain we did everything and and went by the college went to the coliseum and then I performed, and I wish I could remember the name of the place because Steve Perillo picked a place up overlooking all of Rome all of Rome as beautiful as you can imagine and me and alexandra and Olivia, we went there I did, we did a show full show up there with a with a a kind of semi formal dinner and then we popped down to pompeii and uh you know we did we looked at the, the pompeii people but i mean it's like you know pompeii's great are but i the, mean, the, po- the pompeii mean, people joe the pompeii people <laughs> Listen, listen, listen! Everybody goes and they give the whole history of Pompeii, and all everybody's waiting to see is the, is the the folks that you know in you know in that horrible thing that happened. But right, they're all so, stuck in lava. It's like <laughs> what am I laughing? I'm not laughing about it. Well, like, it happened you know, a long
3: time so ago, Joe. I think we can we can you know take it a little light now.
4: Is it safe now? Is it safe now? It's right safe. Now? It yeah, too it's too? safe. Too it's too safe. Too <laughs> Joe, tell me
3: what you're doing this weekend. What are you, what are you doing this weekend for Columbus Day weekend?
4: Oh, you know, we're doing the whole thing. Anyway, we went all over. We went, with Avellino, we went to Avellino, and then we went up to uh, Florence, and we went to uh, Venice, and we just had the absolute best time. I, went to, I visited Pietro Alcina, and courtesy of my friend Luciano La Monarca, the head of the St. Pio Foundation, I paid homage to Padre Pio in his hometown, and they, they gave me a recognition, they gave me a copy of, of the birth certificate, which Cardinal Tobin got, and it's very special. And then they had me speak at at the mass, Arthur. It was like really moving to me. And now this oh, weekend, it, by the way, listen, thank you for letting me talk about this Uncanceling Columbus. It's on Fox Nation. So, everybody listening to my man, my dear friend Arthur Idala, and the Power Hour, you got it when you get a chance, think of foxnation.com. It's very inexpensive, like eleven bucks or something, to join. Then you watch the documentary that explains Columbus in the clearest, most objective, positive way you could possibly deal with why Italians should keep Columbus Day. So we're gonna not only we did I was on Fox this morning with Will Cain. I mean, went on back on the radio, Arthur. After that, with with uh, Al and with uh, Joe, But now Sunday nights we're gonna be on. Uh, across town doing a Sunday show, and we are broadcasting from the Columbus Citizens Foundation with our mutual dear friend uh, Angela Vivolo. And, then- and by the way, Joe, is that the politically
3: is, is that the politically correct way to say it? You're going to be broadcasting cross town. Is that how, is that how we say our friend John Casimattini's uh, station? We, we're broadcasting cross town. Okay, I don't, I don't want to
4: say WABC because Jerry might get mad. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, just, I, it's you know.
3: all right. I think you could do but no anyway, wrong in Jerry's <laughs> eyes.
4: Oh, listen, man. And he loves you. You know that. So then, then we're on the air live, noon to three, with Maria Bartiromo and, and Ken Rosato, our dear friend. And we are going to tell everybody how great the Italians are. And by the way, shout out to Fox and Fox Nation for having the guts to put on on Cancelling Columbus. And a shout out to ABC7, our dear friends at WABC Television in New York, for broadcasting the parade. I'm excited about it. I I agree with you. And,
3: Joe, I'm going to add a shout-out to uh, Lee Zeldin, and don't get mad at me, but Governor Hochul and Eric Adams, because all three of them are on the record saying, under their watch, Columbus Day is going nowhere. Adam said it on my show yesterday, Lee Zeldin said it uh, yeah. officially, and Governor Hochul yeah. said it officially. Yeah. And to have those three leaders confirm yeah. that yeah. this national holiday, yeah. could Joe, could you imagine if some other state said, yeah, we're not going to do a Martin Luther King Day. Uh, yeah, we're going to just right. take that off the calendar. there would be riots in the streets. Yeah. Rightly so. Yeah. Rightly so. Yep,
4: yeah. yep. Yeah. That's right. Hey, maybe you could talk to President Biden, your friend, your personal friend. he was at the house
3: last night. We raised a couple of mil, you know, twenty five mil. Marianne made him some lentikis, made him some lentils. We fed him some lentils and lentikis and then you know he had a split. You know, uh, Marine One took him to JFK, got on Air Force One. He sent his regards. He said he loves when you sing. That's life. That's his favorite Joe Piscopo song. So uh, you know, he's waiting. He's waiting for you to uh, come back down to the White House.
4: And he said to you, "Thank you, Professor Dershowitz." Right? Yeah. Really- <laughs> well, Joe, listen. I, like that- I talked to. I talked to Avi. My favorite quote from Avi Dershowitz, as the on that great New York Times piece that was written about you, and and, and and do you know, well deserved. But Avi goes, "He's the new me." Arthur I. Dallas, the new that's me. That's right. Oh, oh you're crazy. very good, Joe. Great.
3: Good memory. Good memory. Yes. And you yeah, know what? It was really. I was really happy. You know what Geraldo said in that piece? And Arthur Idala is working to cancel cancel culture. And I think we all yeah, need to yeah, yeah. Uh, we all need to do that. that, was great. that <clears throat> all was right, Giuseppe, great. you better get That's some good. sleep because your your clock must be all messed up. Because literally, it is. It's yeah. six forty two here in New York. That's what twelve forty two for for you for the last ten days. So you got a big weekend ahead, Giuseppe. You're going to be playing the drums. We do, but.
4: Yeah no this no this weekend we're gonna we'll be doing New York New York closing out the parade but the parade's gonna be great uh, and then the, on the twenty first I'm um, at the Saccone Theater the twenty eighth at Lorenzo's and then we're gonna do another show uh, by my mom in Jersey and then we, I mean then, then we do a big big event December eleventh I uh, listen I'll let you know it's good, you know it's good listen it's
3: good to hear you slowing down Joe I'm I'm glad to hear you slowing down, yeah. it's down, 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 down. <laughs> is following you I'm following god bless you Come on. god bless you listen like, if i religious. if i had your money joe if i had your money i'd be taking it nice yeah, and easy yeah.
4: i was i'll leave you with this i'm walking around pompeii i'm walking around rome wherever i was and somebody said and she goes you know i know the idolists they're my dear friends marianne and luke they were at church they went to the same church if i heard brooklyn one more time in that perillo tour. They love you, you know. Give your mom my very best. Give your dad. They, they say, I love, I love, I love Arthur's father's mustache. You know, so there you a go. shout out to mama and your dad.
3: You're thanks the best, Joe. Joe I'll see great, you on man. Monday. I don't know if I'm going to be able to bring you lard Bread, but I'll give you a kiss. That's for oh, sure. Oh,
4: oh, oh! Come on, bring that lard Bread. You know have a best. great
3: weekend, Joe. You so see you Monday, day. buddy. Rest happy, up. Happy All right, day. folks. Thanks, thanks, Joe Piscopo on AM 970. You hear him in the morning, and now you can hear him at night. Well, speaking of Joe Piscopo and New York and New York, New York we were singing New York, New York on the Atlantis AM 970 the answer we had our client crews just a couple of weeks ago, and I am telling you from personal experience, this is, I don't know, my seventh client cruise. It's an amazing time because they always charter the Atlantis yacht with Captain Fred at New York Cruises. Captain Fred and the New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with every detail. If you're looking to wow your corporate guests, clients, or employees, there's no other way to go than with New York Cruises for an unforgettable event aboard the Atlantis. Picturesque New York City skyline views gourmet food a fantastic bar what's not to love whether you're planning a corporate event a wedding engagement party bar mitzvah birthday retirement party or anniversary celebration impress your guests with a first-class experience aboard the atlantis call 212-633-1231 and see how captain fred And his first-class yacht crew will make your special occasion an unforgettable day. Call 212-633-1231 or visit newyorkcruises.com. Well, it's Friday, and that means it's time for fun and food and all kinds of great things. So
0: join us for Radio Night Live. Christine Nicholas, Kevin McCullough, keeping you company starting at 7, only on AM 970, The Answer. Like AM 970, The Answer? Then don't forget to like us on Facebook. Interact with us. Share your thoughts about your favorite shows. Give feedback to our hosts. Share your opinion on hot topics. Learn about events and more. AM970TheAnswer.com
2: Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builders Their vehicles. Just look at the all new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732 863 2788. Hey
0: everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian with Fellowship Home Loans. For years now, we've helped thousands of families live the dream of home ownership. And
2: it's always great to hear from them. I would highly recommend this company because they are quick and very easy to work with. Did a really good job and saved me a lot of money in the process.
0: At Fellowship Home Loans, we don't have clients. We have friends and family.
1: They were amazing people. They are unbelievable. And I think they're just not going to do what they did for me. I think they will do it for anybody. They will just they will just go beyond just to help you. If
0: we can help you, give us a call at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800 800- 804-7283. We're here to help. No pressure guaranteed. 800-804-SAVE. I would say fellowship is the way to go. Welcome home. Come and
2: get your loan. Fellowship Home Loans. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, MLS number 60134.
0: Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer.
3: You got enough Italian heritage uh, out of uh, today's show. Uh, But you know what? Let's just keep it going, right? When you're on a roll, you can be on a roll. So um, we got a little Padre Lou action coming, coming your way right now. Um, if you grew up in an Italian American household in the 1940s or 1950s, your first introduction to coffee was probably a demitasse cup of darkly roasted coffee. And if you were lucky, it was flavored with a little anazette, really was anazette. There was no real sambuca floating around. And then after dinner, maybe a dipped a little biscotti in there on Sunday. Maybe poppy brought over from the Bronx some some pastries. Now. That was not espresso. And I don't think anyone ever called it espresso. Because I remember my grandmothers, both grandmothers, um, they made it. It was like a drip. It's actually how they still make it in Rayos. Uh, it's not a real espresso where there's there's pressure and the, the steam is pushed through the, the espresso beans. Back then, no one could afford a true espresso machine, um, which... You grind the beans freshly and then you put it in, you put it in the little, uh, little cup that goes into the machine. And then, I mean, I remember the Pavoni that my dad bought. That was like a big deal. Um, so here, let me get to the Padre Lou Friday libation. Uh, after the day and night I had, I could probably use one of those on my way out the door now to take Luca to go see the band, the who tonight. Um, my dad sans the alcohol when he was studying in school he would have the demitasse freezing because in the apartment house he grew up in in the Bronx uh, they would turn the heat off for the whole building like from like I don't know 2am to 6am 1am to 6am to save money uh, and he would sit in the little tiny little uh, kitchen and uh, Bure Avenue Bure Arms in the Bronx in the Pelham Bay section of the Bronx wrapped up in a blanket, drinking some some Demi tasks and studying first for college and then for law school. So in honor and recognition of those times gone by and throwing an arm towards the Italian American community, get ready for a good old espresso martini. This will get you going on a Friday night. If you're in the kitchen right now, you're cooking up or you're in the car on your way home. Go fill up a shaker with ice. Put in two ounces of vodka, half an ounce of a coffee-flavored liqueur, like Colour, or the Italian one is Borgatti. And if you are like Padre and you have an actual espresso machine, which most people do now, a Nespresso or a Lavazza, you put a, a full shot of espresso in there. You shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it all around. And um, what uh, I would do is just pour it into a glass. Uh, a martini glass. And you can put a little bit of nutmeg in there or cocoa powder and um, go nuts, man. You know, if you want, you could uh, take a picture of it and send it to us on Facebook and say, hey, look, I made an espresso martini just like Padre Lou told me to. I am a big fan of the espresso martini, even without the booze. In Italy, it's called Caffè shakerato. They just take two shots of espresso. They put it in a regular shaker like you're making an alcoholic drink with a ton of ice. And they shake it, shake it, shake it. And they, they pour it into a martini glass. And it is covered uh, with a thick head of foam. And it is absolutely fantastic. Well, we are rounding up the week. We had a, a very special week here on this uh, Arthur Idala Power Hour that... Um, I don't know, Belina, What what number show are we got? We got to be like one eighty two. We're 182 at one eighty two today. One eighty two. All right. Um, I had a great night last night with my buddies from Poly Prep, uh, and you know they were. I'm going to use the word proud of me because they were here in the office when I was interviewing the mayor of the city of New York. And even though each and every one of my nine buddies who joined us, uh, it was ten altogether, are very very accomplished in their own right. I think them sitting here watching me with my little on-air neon sign lit and my AM 970 The Answer microphone uh, at my desk in my law office, which is a very nicely well-appointed law office, speaking to the mayor. And they were able to hear both sides of the conversation for a half an hour. They were they were very, very pumped up for me. And so I want to thank uh, the mayor and his whole team for making that happen. Um, I want to thank Mr. Bill O'Reilly for... Spending time with us on Monday. It's a pretty good week, right, when you start off with Bill O'Reilly and you end off with uh, Mayor Adams. And it kind of goes to what I've always had in mind for this show. And it may not be the best financially for, for the, or the higher amount, highest amounts of listenership, but I always imagine this show being one that you could hear both sides of the story because that's kind of what I do as a lawyer. I have to look at both sides of an issue. I was a prosecutor. Now I'm a defense attorney. But to make yourself a great lawyer, you should be able to see things from both perspectives. And that's what I'd like you guys to do and and learn a little bit. So you're listening to Bill O'Reilly, who's known accurately or inaccurately so as a bastion of the right and the right wing think uh, thought philosophy. And then you have the mayor of the city of New York, who is at a best in that uh, definition of moderate. Some would say he leans left. But, um, you know, here you are on one radio station, the same host, and you have two guests that are quite diverse. Um, speaking of Mayor Adams, he announced today that he's uh, supporting Max Rose, the Democratic candidate in the congressional race, which is my congressional race, against Nicole Malliotakis. Nicole can be heard here on AM 970 on a regular basis. She's been on this show. She's been on uh, Joe's show. Joe Piscopo show. That is Um, Governor Hochul raised 11 million dollars, like I think in the last period, like last three months. That is an enormous, enormous amount of money. A friend of mine who ran for Congress, he had to raise two million dollars and he said it was the hardest thing he's ever done. And, And this is a man who's done a lot of hard things in his life. So raising $11 million is very difficult, um, albeit it's a little easier when you're the sitting governor of the state of New York, but um, that's still, it, it's a lot of work and the part that bothers me is I it's also very time consuming and you'd like to think that your elected officials should be out there working for their constituents, not really working for themselves to get reelected, but $11 million is is in the bank. Uh, and I know President of the United States, Biden, was here last night, and he was raising money. He also raised concerns, saying that Putin uh, is coming dangerously close to putting us at risk for some sort of a nuclear situation. And that is obviously very, very, very scary. I cannot believe that, um, on a little bit of a lighter note, I cannot believe that Joy Behar is 80 years old. I never looked that closely at her, but... um I, I So I can't tell you she looked good or bad for her age. I just did not think she was 80. But speaking of Putin, that's what made me think about it. Today is his birthday. He's 70 years old. Um, you know, somebody better keep him in check because, you know, you got North Korea firing weapons over Japan. You got this guy threatening, saying uh, America already laid the groundwork um, when we dropped the bomb what, what it was, 60, 70 years ago. What a week. Uh, Nuclear bombs to the mayor, to Bill O'Reilly, to all the guests in between, to Columbus Day. Um, I hope you guys have a great weekend. As I said, we will be marching in the Columbus Day Parade. It's supposed to be beautiful weather, maybe a little chilly this weekend compared to today. But we will be showing a lot of Italian-American pride. And as the mayor of the city of New York said yesterday, um, we don't need to. uh, If we want to honor another uh, group of people like the indigenous people, There's no reason to make it on Columbus Day. Let's just do it somewhere else. I believe uh, the day after Thanksgiving is known as Indigenous People Day and has been for many, many years. God bless them. God bless the Italian-American contribution to this country. And just remember, folks, America, it's a beautiful Italian name. Have a great weekend, everybody. Monday will be a best-of show. The
2: preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi